When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> 10 o'clock, straight up. Look who's back, Jack. It's lit. We're right on no, time. No, you got to turn on your mic. I thought they did that for me. No. <laughs> oh, come on, man. This is a real show. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brian. They, 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 have to, they have to be extra for I've that. been told not I mean, to we, anybody. People have been waiting for weeks for my return, and that's what he does. <laughs> weeks? Yeah. Because I've been off weeks. Well, I know, I, no, I you promote it. We promote it. You survived. I survived 10 days, 360 holes. It's a lot of holes. We'll get into that. It is a lot of holes. It's a ton of holes. Yeah. We'll get into that later. All the holes. All of them. <laughs> Not all of them, but some of them. Most of them. 360 of them. Just going through the checklist. Can I tell that joke? No. Can I? No. Oh, you'll take 15 no, minutes. We know that. No. <laughs> it is a live Imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa, welcome back from the Labor Day weekend. We had a new morning show today, sneak preview of Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Our new fall season begins on September 11th, and we've gotten a lot of questions on Twitter. If we're all back and Lit is back, why is it not the new fall season today? Right. Because one Alan Sliwa <laughs> and John Ireland said, you know what? There wasn't enough vacation during the summer. So if we could just stretch that Labor Day week hey. before the NFL kicks off, we're going to do it, homeboy and homegirl. So Andy Kamenetsky, excuse me, wow. Brian, Brian Kamenetsky. Kamenetsky. I, no, that he's was here. he's here a lot. That actually was he is here. He lives in the green room. He's here way too much. <laughs> I saw you guys threw him off the afternoon show today. Well, Cappy screwed up his email <laughs> schedule. Shocking. And Cappy texted me yesterday morning. Happy Labor Day. How's your body? I knew there was something else coming. Hey, are we doing the Tuesday live drive live on our way back to Orange County? I said you're not working tomorrow. Andy is. He goes, No, yeah. I'm working. I'm, and then he got mad. Why does this always happen? I said, because you're an because idiot. Because you don't send the right emails to the right people. I'll read the email later. And it's very confusing. Okay. And Corporate Greg and Producer Lindsay, you know, there are two people that do the schedule. I don't know if they love the schedule. You know, a schedule is one of those Schedule's things. Schedule's not something anybody loves. Right. So they're not necessarily, you know, looking at every little comma and, you know, transition <laughs> word that Scott is telling us he's gone through Tuesday, but saying that he's back Tuesday. That doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like when I do countdowns and you think it's an extra number. Well, it's one more than you no, think it is. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. I'm on Cappy's side all of a sudden. I think that after hearing that explanation, I, I'm on I, no, I, 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 I generally... Wait, you can't be out through Tuesday and working Tuesday. Exactly. Those, those, those do not make mistakes. Right. But I believe in empowering, fully empowering Cappy because oh, no. none of those things affect me in any other way other than it. it's funny. Right. Oh, it is fine. I don't have to deal with it. So is he it. working today? He's yes. working. Okay. And so Andy, and Andy found out not. on Twitter ah. that he's not. So if he doesn't make rent this month, blame <laughs> it's Cappy. On Cappy. It's on Cappy. Yeah, yeah. Is there a chance he's not going to make rent? I mean, you'll have to ask him. I think he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you be having to float him a short-term loan? Money, please. You give him two points on the vig, or I mean, I mean if he if he starts poking around for tomorrow's shift, I'll know. Street, that, Brian. Like, Put, hey, Brian, do you, how bad do you really need to work that shift tomorrow with Travis? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, what are you up to? Well, meanwhile, we got a busy show today. Mm-hmm. College football kicked off over the weekend officially. This yes. was week one, not week, week one. zero. And Emily's <laughs> got a college football corner 
coming up at 10.30 this morning. And I'm looking forward to that. <sighs> Me too. Because producer Emily probably knows more about college football than all of us combined. She's I worked with in. Paul Feinbaum for yeah. a year and a half. <laughs> was that your Paul Feinbaum or was that your Brian Kelly? No, that's my <laughs> that's my Call Paul. It's their, his theme song. But yeah, I love How great was it watching uh, Brian Kelly it was get pounded? Glorious. Uh, it was glorious. It takes the second place to watching Davo Sweeney. <laughs> By the way, lose, I was gone though. for a few weeks because Corporate Grey just watched in the studio. And there's a sign on the door now that says, in beautiful blue highlighter on a piece of paper. If you need, hi- if you if need, you need headphones, headphones, go visit Corporate Greg. <laughs> yes. In this administration, Corporate Greg's era, he got something done that 40, 14 other program directors never could. Headphones. Which is wow. headphones. Yeah, yeah, it's a big moment. And that yeah. is why we should salute a proud American. <laughs> and so I asked On him. this post-Labor Day, I'm not done, Brian. Oh, sorry. Or Andy, whatever your name is. We salute Corporate Greg for doing something and making connections with the Bristol headquarters that nobody else could. Everybody would be like, no, we don't have headphones. And Ramona Shelburne would be using headphones that 47 other people use. Like those. That is why on this post-Labor Day Tuesday, you salute corporate Greg Bergman, and you say you're a proud American. Meanwhile, we go back to Brian on whatever you were going to say. Well, I was going to say, I I saw the sign. I said, oh, I'm supposed to see you if I need headphones. And he points to the ones that I'm wearing and says... What's wrong with those? Those look fine to me. And I was like, well, I mean, they got the little air traffic controller thing on them and like this and that and whatever. And I was told that we could get better headphones. And Greg's like making this thing out of like, you want me to go back to my office and get these things for you? Like, you know. Now, did you have to sign something like a library card? <laughs> leave a credit card. I don't know. Right? No, these are the with ones that these are still left over. He takes an imprint of your visa, pre- <laughs> leaves it on his desk. This is These are previous oh regime headphones. <laughs> By the way, we have to, we're having a lot of fun today, and Live Imaging Tuesday is back. And I want to remind you, we've got Emily's College Football Corner. We've also got USC Stanford tickets to give away all day long across the station and here on Travis at Sliwa. We've got the SoFi Stadium Tour giveaway, so you can uh, be part of that. But obviously some serious news happened over the weekend, and this is a clunky transition. <laughs> I'll say. But uh, we'll get into that right now. With uh, Oh, look at that. The headphones came in. Brand new headphones around. straight out of the oh, plastic. Oh, you're going to break Bam! it. That is impressive. <laughs> Wow. Can I, oh, right. Your ID? <laughs> yes, I need these for when you give them back. Little driver's license. And if you still though, it won't boom. be corporate Greg that comes looking for you. It'll be me. <laughs> My cousins. Brian, I'm jealous. I've had these headphones for 20 years, and you got them straight out of the box. Let's go. Let's we got to move this quicker. We're in the middle of a yeah, show. Let's go. Uh, keep talking. Oh. I, I, can. I can still. I mean, hear. I was doing a transition. I know you were. Would <laughs> you like to try hear, again? I can hear both of you. <laughs> All right. I'll fill. I'll vamp for a few more moments. A, Don't forget the ESPN LA Golf Classic. SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino is this Friday, sucker, at Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda, where I just spent 10 days of my life. And it was beautiful. Meanwhile, Brian Kamenetsky has the headphones on. So we now do that transition to more unfortunate, serious news in the world. Take it away, Trav. Thank you, Chris. It Look, there is no transition for it. Julio Arias arrested late Saturday night, early Sunday morning um, for felony domestic violence. And this is terrible news for a, t- a million different reasons. Um, not the least of which is that it's a crime that is completely unforgivable. But, Brian, I'm just going to jump right to it. I don't think he ever pitches in Major League Baseball again. His time as a Dodger is over. Absolutely. It's just 100% over. There's no – I mean, I saw a couple columns, you know, Plashke, and I'm like, he's got to be done. Like, okay, there's no, we're, no. Like, there's, I have a better chance of throwing yes. a pitch for the Dodgers than he does in 2023. Yes. There's a 0% chance he pitches. It was sort of trending that way anyway, but it's it's done. 
The bigger question, like you say, becomes as a presumably second time offender with this, mm-hmm. who else picks him up? Well, I don't I mean, think, and I, I don't know. Look, I don't know if that's out there. All right, let's let's talk about this. There are rumors. I haven't seen them. I don't believe you have seen them, but there are rumors that there are videos out there of the incident, and I think that is genuinely going to determine whether he ever plays in baseball again. I don't think he will, because if there is a video of this, it changes our reaction to it. Right? That there are allegations and there are convictions Mm -hmm. and there are things that we go oh that's the idea of a man attacking a woman physically is about the worst thing that we can think of but it's an idea of it seeing it is totally different think of ray rice in that That video i was about to say that is the biggest difference between ray rice and every Every, everyone else those things Ray, ray rice that video of him punching his wife in that hotel elevator was played over and over and over again and there was no yeah, but it, there was no, eh, maybe it, no, 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 you saw it. He knocked her out. And if this, if there are videos and we do get a chance to look at them and it's anything within a hundred miles of something like that, I think he's done because there, he's a two-time offender. He's going to be suspended for a long time. Right. Major League Baseball suspended him for 20 games the first time. He wasn't even charged with a crime in that incident. This is a felony domestic violence charge. I think he's done. I, I just I can't imagine because here's what you have to envision: him sitting at a dais with the major league logo behind him and the team that just signed him, and them saying, "Here's our new left-handed pitcher." I don't know what anybody would be willing to do that for him at this point. Maybe a year from now, a couple years from now, he goes and pitches somewhere else in another league somewhere and works his way back through it, but. I don't think you're ever going to see him in a major league uniform again. I think it's that bad. It's, I mean, look. First of all, felony domestic violence. Like you have your first thing that you have to worry about is particularly if there is video, is not where am I going to be after free agency for 2024. Mm. It's am I going to prison? And you know, I think from from the perspective of most people, we say, well, let's let's you know, let's, let's see if you if you deserve to go to prison because I think most of us would be more than happy to send you there, right? If that's the case, um, but the Dodgers just th- there is a zero percent chance after you've spent you know all that money to not have Trevor Bauer pitch for tens you, of millions, you don't turn around and and excuse. Urias in, in a situation like this. There there isn't a path back to the no. Dodgers. It doesn't no. exist. No. That his he's not with the team. They're getting ready to open up a, a six game road trip there in Miami tonight. Um he's gonna be arraigned on September twenty seventh. Um he's not gonna pitch for the Dodgers. The season's gonna end. He they will be in limbo. He's gonna get suspended. Everything that comes along with this, even if it went as fast as it possibly could, the season's over right. by the time that he comes around again. The, and and that's it that's assuming something that's not true, which that the Dodgers would want him back. They don't want him back at this point. They already have the Bauer incident. They already have the first Julio incident, and they're thinking the last thing we need to do is be the team that's okay with any of this in any way, shape, or form. They're done. The, he's never pitching for them again, and that creates a whole nother list of questions that we can get into, but I'm just thinking, if, if Julio, at first you're like, oh my gosh, what a terrible story. Oh wow, the Dodgers are never going to let him pitch for him again, and very quickly you get to, who would? I, I think to some degree that the threshold here is moving in a good way. Like, cause it used to be, 
you know, well, we'll see what happens in, 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 well, if the guy's good enough, like, in, uh, look, Urias, if, what is he, 27? Okay, so he's a little older now than I think people people think. But, you know, still a, a guy who has had a great deal of success. He was in the top, you know, top 10, I think, two years ago for Cy Young, top 15 I last year. I think he was year. in the top five. Top five two years ago, yeah. top 10 or something last year, top 15. But, like, you know, so there's, there's plenty of still talent. Bad year this year. But it used to be well if you're if you're good enough you can kind of skirt around those things. He's not hitting that bar right now, but I'm not sure that matters in the same way. You can't as skirt around the bar twice. Twice that you you can you can get. I don't, what, what, as ugly as this is to say, I think we all know it's the truth. No matter what you do, that maybe not no matter what, but virtually anything the first time. Worst night of my life, never going to happen again. I'm get the help that I need. I'm going to work hard on myself to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And you you touch all the bases. Second time with uh, this, we're, we're done because you, you just lied. You just you didn't do the work. You didn't get better. It's not because, look, I'll, I'll say it. You tell me what you guys think about this. The first thing that went through my mind when I saw this, if what happened a few years ago happened at the Beverly Center parking lot, if what happened this weekend happened, and these are both – in public, what the heck is going on when no one's looking? If if these are the things that are happening private or publicly, what's happening privately? It, my my mind just goes there right away. That's it, and and that's what everybody's gonna have. You go to a ball game, half the people in the crowd are women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to to try to sell that person to your fan base. Good luck. It's just it's particularly for an organization like the Dodgers who have the means, who have a scouting department, who have the ability to not have to put somebody different, you know, different team, you sign a guy to a 15, 20 million dollar year contract, that's your big like that money like you can you know, you're the you know, the Milwaukee Brewers just mm-hmm. making up a team, mid, some mid-market team somewhere. You know, you're you don't have the extra hundred and eighty million dollars or whatever to go out and get some you might be sort of stuck and have to figure out how to make it work. Dodgers do not have that obligation. And so you can't be that franchise. Try to claim that you stand for principles that are important to you as an organization that should matter to your fans and all that stuff, and then let somebody like that play for your team when you have the ability to replace them without any real penalty. The Dodgers did release a statement yesterday that said we are aware of an incident involving Julio Arias. While we attempt to learn all the facts, we will not be he will not be traveling with the team. Um, they will decline further comment. That is about as perfunctory a statement as you're ever going to hear. In other words, yes, we know we got nothing for you. He's not with us anymore. That's it. And and the only thing missing was this with their hands, right? Yeah. Like we're we're out. Yeah, and it's, it. it's just the only reason we haven't cut him is because we can't. We can't. Yeah. Right. It, it, That's it's what that statement says. We have to go have baseball look. We need to do look. We, the second we can, we will. That's what that means. And that's what the Dodgers have to figure out next is, again, I, there is no smooth transition from one topic to the next when it comes to stuff like this. But now the Dodgers have baseball questions that they need to get answered. They, they already had the same question. Now it's just a bigger one. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Travis Slee. Brian's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Little after 10.15 on a live imaging Tuesday. We back. Hope you had a beautiful Labor Day weekend. It is Travis at Sliwa. Andy. Damn it. How many times are I going to do that? Brian. I'm not doing a bit either. No. No. We don't work together a lot, Brian. It's that first day back after vacation that's always a little bit of a Even though I say entry. Andy's the funniest, you Brian's my like favorite. you 8,000 holes of golf in the last week and a half. 360. Like, you can't be expected to remember all this stuff. 360. Yeah. Over was, 10 days. I'd show there, you my license, but Greg has it because I took those headphones. But was now there, it's not working. The bo- Apparently the box is broken. No, you need to reboot the box or we need to get you a, a quarter inch You're adapter. You're already That's back a, on the original non-new headphones? We need, I was saying that we need a little adapter for oh, this because it's not yeah. staying in the hole. Was there at any point yesterday, Christopher, that you were thinking, you know what, I'd like to play some golf today where you finally scratched that itch? So there was in the morning like because my routine was off. Like I just A, I slept in, which was like 7 a.m. Woke up in pain, then kind of got through that, and then it was like, huh, I'm just going to work today and like clean the house. And then I thought, hmm, maybe I should go like hit golf balls. And then the great Craig Cartosi and of Tequila Mandala thing. Sure. I didn't know he had a butcher shop, the meat company over there in Los Al. He texted and said, hey, why don't you come to the meat company today and uh, do some work around here? We'll do Did some they put you to work? They put me to work. I was slicing up ribeyes and stuff. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I saw I had a fun day there. I spent like three, four hours there. Got some quality meat products. I saw you with the gloves on. Yeah. And the, and the apron. And the apron. You're going to move. You're going to keep the, the mic the on while you move hit it? the sides of beef like Rocky? <laughs> no, but I should. I don't think they have. I don't know if butcher shops Both have sides. that anymore. They, I think it comes in a lot cut. Satrials did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a different purpose. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, so meat, speaking of Black Gold Golf Club, where I spent 10 days of my life, and our friends at Sunday Swagger, the ESPN LA Golf Classic is this Friday. The SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino, will be broadcasting live all day long. Of course, the 19th hole party. And of course, our friends from Sunday Swagger are going to be there. Sunday Swagger polos, fun, vibrant, moisture-wicking, and four-way stretch, which is important for guys like Travis and I. The four-way stretch polos for all occasions. Sunday Swagger, polos with personality. You're trying to figure out the fourth direction, BK? <laughs> the fourth direction is the most important direction. Up, this is the 19th hole right, party. Down, up, down, down, up, down, left, left right. right. Okay. There's four, yeah. See, so you're pulling your shirt down a lot. Well, as Chris mentioned, there's a certain point where a shirt needs to be able to stretch like this way, up and uh-huh. down, so it stays tucked in. Right. Otherwise, you get issues. And I'm going to post some social that I did over there with uh, Mark and Gary over at the Sunday Swagger offices last week that was fun to go see their inventory and the studio where they make the Sunday Swaggers and everything. So we love Sunday Swagger. We're happy they're back. They'll be part of the ESPNLA Golf Classic and part of the 19th Hole Party, which starts at 4 p.m. on the balcony. Going to be a party, party, oh, party. That's this Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda. 
<laughs> you know, oh, see, three, I just got a demonstration three, of why that fourth direction matters. <laughs> three hundred and sixty <laughs> holes. Did we got to get rid of this thing. <laughs> did, Keep hitting it. Well, that's our. It's only from three months do you, ago. Do the it's bracelets fun. stay on when you play golf? No, I don't wear. Bra- I only wear these. I wear the two rubber ones for folds of honor, and then I keep this Tiffany thing with my initials, although it hasn't been cleaned in ten years. Because it was a gift from my parents. You would think that after playing 360 holes of golf that he would be a little slow to no, energize. No, and the way you no. popped out of that chair, that was high oh, I can move. <laughs> Clearly, you were explosive, shall I say. Well, I liked it. Pure energy. <laughs> Go ahead. What else you got? Uh, I, was, I was speaking things. So I, I, was at, I was getting my car. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the dance over here. <laughs> I was getting my I smog check on the car. And I took it. The guy who was doing my smog check had Four. Was it a test-only station? or? Uh, I think you, so. You want the test-only station. Yeah, the start yeah. testing. That's the important one. Yeah. yeah. He Maybe had you know. four watches on. <laughs> watches? Four watches. Were they all doing the same thing? in various time zones? or <laughs> Two arms, by the way. <laughs> Some sort of mutant. Okay. Then be underst- Maybe it's watches. somebody from Men in Black. Like, you know, yeah, they're, they're civilians, but they're not. Right, they're not. I just, uh, that kind of reminded me. Did you ask? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you don't want him to not pass the car. Well, I know, but just, hey, what's up with the four watches? It's kind <laughs> of a cool look. What's me, going what on? Were they like regular watches or like Apple watches? One was an Apple watch. Okay. Two, I Were mean, they I, for sale? One might be a Fitbit. <laughs> don't know. So our owner, Sam Pines, he wears an Apple watch on one arm and a Fitbit on the other. Now, I, I Doesn't don't Doesn't an Apple watch do what a Fitbit Technically, does? Technically, but he's one of those fitness guys. Yeah, very fit. It, you ever it might be one? more like accurate. Also, Garmin's are also really good if you do like long distance. But or that's like a belt and This guy was wearing a Garmin. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the other three watches? I, I didn't- Was I any of them a real watch? Like a regular old they, school watch? They looked like watches. They were watches. How do you know he's not wearing a Rolex? He might have been. Jorge knows. Those small places bring in a lot of- Yeah, the Folex. A lot of off the books. <laughs> Casio? I saw an interview. G-Shock? I, I saw a clip of an interview with Michael Beasley, former G-what? Laker. Oh, sorry. G-Shock. Okay. One Calculator on each watch? wrist, one on his ankle. Okay, that one's the one to watch. No, it was not an ankle monitor. It was, an ankle bra- it was a watch on his ankle. Oh. That's, that's three too many. Is that for somebody else to read the time? I mean, I, I wear a watch. I like wearing a watch, but not four. Watch is fine, but you, one is one is enough. This is a phone is kind of a watch. That's two. You're, you have a safety system, a redundancy. So I was right to look at the guy with four watches. Yeah, but you were wrong wonder, not to follow up. That's the you got to ask. I mean, Why were you looking my, at his ankles? That's the question. No, that's <laughs> Michael Beasley. But like, the, but did I'm, you pass? He did. I don't want to interrupt that. My daughter's with me. I don't know. He's weird. Like, I, like you know. What's hey, it to you? What, what's up with the watches? You could ask it in a friendly way. You don't have to go, hey, what's up with the watches? Hey, nice watch. Which Just, one? Hey, <laughs> you got four watches on. Are they for sale? Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's the matter with you, freak? <laughs> Just ask. Right? Well, maybe I'll go back. Also, uh, <laughs> news in the tennis world, Coco Goff now has an advance to the semifinals. That was fast. Yeah, she just uh, took down her competition pretty the quickly. The match just started like 25 minutes ago. Yeah. They only play three matches total, so she won the first two pretty quickly. So, yeah, good for Coco. We've got your We Are There U.S. Open uh, leaderboard update. Indeed. Well. By the way, who left a contact in here? I don't know. It's like it's packaged. Should I put it in? See if you like a pirate, like a monocle, a contact monocle. I don't know anything about uh, eye prescription stuff. Is that? Look at that. Does that mean their vision's bad? When was the last time you ever like found any sort of thing medical grade that you were like, I don't know much about this, and then you didn't put it in your body somewhere? Easy. Minus four (laughs) hundred. That's impaired. That's pretty impaired because I think my prescription for my glasses like minus ninety or something. Yeah, this is. 
This is pretty good. Oh boy, you you should you should definitely. So who's that in. blind in the group? I don't know. Does why, Mason wear contacts? Now we gotta ask all day and, and why, late. Well, listen, uh, somebody left it in front of me. So <laughs> why did, would you change your contacts in here? Like, wouldn't you do that in the bathroom? Because you're a disgusting bum. Maybe it fell out. Do we have a lost know. and found? Yeah, it's in Greg's <laughs> office with your ID. <laughs> I had to give him a credit card for that quarter-inch okay. extension adapter thing. Uh, my wallet's light. <laughs> I know where they have a stash of those. I can hook you up. Oh. Make me an offer. You got a quarter-inch stash? I do. Oh, beautiful. Man. <laughs> what if this belongs to Andy and he can't even get it back to Does Andy wear contacts? Sc- oh, he's blind. Oh, well, maybe it's his. Kaplan screwed up. Now Andy can't see. Andy's out a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but those are disposable. Bumping into things. He's wandering the city lost. <laughs> those are disposable, though. Well, yeah, but he's got other ones. Apparently, so is Andy. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Remember back in the day where you had like my dad had them, the hard contacts yeah. that he had the little thing. And little it would be like case. in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. and it would freak me out if it was open. And I would just see like the contact in there. <laughs> this was when I was much younger. Some of them had little suckers you used to get them out. Sucker. Well, kind of... <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we've got USC. I'm on one. I've done this for oh, several no. weeks. It's bad. You've got ten days worth of material. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> Was that live or taped? Started with that holes, moving oh. on to suckers. <laughs> USC Stanford tickets. We got them, Jack. We also got the SoFi Stadium tour giveaways with Travis and Sliwa, the Travis and Sliwa show. And in minutes, producer Emily has her debut of the college football corner. I can't wait. What fight song are, are y'all we going to start What fight I song am. are we going to start with? Uh, I didn't have a fight song oh, ready, okay. but we could do a fight song Gotta if we go want. Got to go Colorado, right? Or, y- yeah, we I can mean, do Colorado fight yeah, song. All right, Dion, yeah. Coach Prime? D's and L's? What, I mean, Don't blow my segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. That's the only thing our old friend at the Witness Protection Network was talking about over the weekend. <laughs> he just got more listeners to me mentioning well, it. I was just going to say, that's a, that's a good promo. That you I never thought he would join it. that group over there. Yeah, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. All right. Emily's college football segment plus... The Dodgers have all sorts of questions and none of them good. That's uh-huh. coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And 30 of the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Yes. Are y'all ready, guys? College football corner? It is time for the producer, Emily. College football corner. All right, guys. So... Um, that, by she the way, hates that so much. <laughs> what is that? So it's a uh, matraca. It's a matraca, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> Take it away, producer Emily. Take it away. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, uh, starting off with Oregon. Okay, Oregon took down Portland State 
81 to 7. Okay, Oregon breaking broke their modern era record for points in a game with 81, and it resulted in a lot of push-ups for Puddles the Duck. Yes. So they at Oregon, they, the Puddles will do a push-up for every point scored. Okay, so that means every time they score, it's seven, then it's 14, then it's 21, etc. So he ended up doing, or she, whomever is in the Duck, uh, ended up doing 546 push-ups <laughs> as uh, the Oregon Duck. So, question for you two, what is the most amount of push-ups you could do right now? Oh, 10? Really? 10 tops? I could probably do 30. Like you're talking unbroken, 40? M? Uh, unbroken push ups. How yeah. many could you do? 10 is probably, I'd take the under. Like, I <laughs> I feel confident I could get to seven, but 10 would be like, close. I know I could do 20, probably 25. I, I think I could get to 30 or 40, maybe okay. 50. Puddles the Duck is a Navy SEAL. <laughs> Because 540 is insane. By the way, good job, Ducks, on <laughs> on putting a team on your schedule that you could beat 81-7 to 7 or whatever it is. Hey. That's absurd. Pac-12 undefeated in the first week of college I, I football. I understand, okay. but when there's Portland, <laughs> I get putting a cupcake on your schedule, a team that you're going to beat. But that, <laughs> that apparently was yeah, that's literally. A souffle. Right. <laughs> literally a cupcake. Yeah. Jorge, how many could you do? Uh, 25 maybe. Okay, 25 I believe to, that. Yeah, 25 to Who 30. Could I'm, gonna, check, I'm gonna check during the break because I, okay. I really am genuinely curious. In the whole okay. office? Yeah. Sam Pines. Yeah. Yes, I was gonna say Carlo could also because he does uh, F46 a bunch too. Is so Mario? I think it's yeah. between uh, Mario would be a good bet. Yeah. Carlo's really fit. So Sam. Yeah, those are the two answers. Uh, not, I, not am I the only one, by the way? Like, we're all going to wake up one day and find out Mario is seven hundred and thirty years old. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Yoda, just, basically, <laughs> just timeless. So hit the sound. Okay, we got Colorado. All right, so. The real story from the Unreal. weekend, Colorado takes down TCU, the team that was the runner-up for the national championship last year. They defeated them 45-42, to not a lot of defense, clearly a USC-type score. But uh, so, <laughs> so <fine>. There are <laughs> a lot of cool stories out of this, but I'm going to just highlight a few. So one, Dion does not have any captains on his team. He has Ds and Ls. He has dogs and love leaders, it. which is amazing. So his son- I <sighs> love that so much, I can't even tell you. That is Dog. so on brand for Prime. <laughs> and by the way, I guarantee you his players love, love it. it. It's, it. Love it. It is cool. It's Captains, sure, I get it. You got, we don't have captains. We got leaders and dogs. I don't have been either tell one me of you those. can't <laughs> see that coming out. So awesome. Way. Neither one of us would be an L or, <laughs> or a D, D, but it's, it's so I'd on brand I'd be letterless, but it's still I cool. I love it. Additionally- Dog. One of the dogs, Travis Hunter, uh, was playing both offense and defense. He became the first FBS player with 100 receiving yards and a defensive interception in a game since 2002. And honestly, if you said since 1980 or 1932, right. I would have believed you that someone hasn't done that. So he's fantastic. He's one the dogs out there. Uh, and his odds have Dog. jumped from 80 to 1 to 18 to 1 to be a Heisman. It's, so do you think he has a chance? I, I He's got a chance, sure. I don't know if he can do what he did against TCU. 10 or 11 more times. Well, he, he doesn't played, have to do it. If he does it three more times. But he played 120 snaps. Yes. That is just bonkers. <laughs> that's a right. that's a dog right there. <laughs> that is and a, a leader. dog. That 120 snaps that you do half of those and you're doing 60 snaps, 30 could, on offense, I bet 30 he could on do defense. At least 30 yeah, I bet he could right too. He was so fired up after the game. Dion was loving on the kid after the game. Everything about that Colorado game was exciting to watch because Prime does it different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. He gives zero you-know-whats about what you think of him, and he's keeping receipts, and he's letting you know, and it was terrific.
All right, I have one more thing to you, again, about Prime. So Prime in the post-game uh, press conference yesterday had this to say to some reporters that he said were doubting him. What's up, boss? You believe now? You, you be- hold on, hold on, hold on, oh no. Do you believe that? Huh? Oh no, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. I read through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh no. Come on. Do you believe? You don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. All right. So this is exactly what you expected out of after out of Coach Prime. BK? Yes. <laughs> and look, look, this this touched off a firestorm on like media Twitter about like it's not the media's job to believe it's Deion Sanders is not his audience is not journalists. His audience is high school football players yes. and players that are in college that don't like where they are. And they're in his locker room <laughs> and it's boosters. It's of course it's like the 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 beat writer for the Denver Post is not gonna say yes, Dion, I believe now. <laughs> you know, it's like and we just like we it's like this thing that like this became sort of controversial about like whether or not he's it's the i loved what deon sanders doing because it's not his job to make our jobs easier harder whatever and if he loses three games four games in a row or something like that somebody's gonna write all the stuff again and we'll see how this goes absolutely but it's awesome deon says publicly what a lot of coaches say privately they they just are not they just don't have the whatever you want to call it uh-huh. to put it on the record. Right, Dion is out there in front. He's saying that all the whispers about you can't fire eighty percent of your team. Yes, I can. Watch me. This is going to work. Oh, they're going to have a terrible team. No, we're not. We're going to be pretty good. Everything he said, he went and did. This team's not going to win eleven games. This team isn't going to go out there and compete for a Pac twelve championship. But he instantly made them the story of college football in one week. Right. And if he beats one more good team, forget about it. They play Nebraska this weekend, who's not good. They play Colorado State the weekend after that, who's not good. 3-0 and is very, very likely. And then they go to Oregon. Right. You, you put on something there, and all Some of a sudden push-ups. we're talking about a totally different thing. A lot of people had a chance to hire Prime. Colorado was the only one that had uh-huh. the you know courage to you know pull what? the trigger yeah. on it. And they got and, rewarded in one week. And in 3-0, and which they could do, you, like when he says, he's yelling at the reporter, do you believe, do you believe? He's talking to his team. Yes. And so his team believing at 3-0, and okay, you beat one really good team, in theory, TCU is supposed to be good again this year, and two okay, ordinary teams, but like, in the locker room, you now you think, you know what, we're pretty good. Yes. And we can go play with anyone, and it, we are good. Football is played emotionally, right? It's not a baseball game. It's just we're going to, you know, it's a hit here or there. It's if you play a little bit harder than those other guys, you got a chance to upset somebody. And they truly believe now. And they believe because of Dion. Mm-hmm. It's it's just as simple as that. I get why people, why some people wouldn't like Dion. He's brash. He's outspoken. He's not going to tell you what you expect to hear. But if you're a player, if you're just a fan of football, I don't know how you didn't see what you saw on Saturday and not fall you're, in love with he it. He talked about the you know the the the, the two way guy and like recruiting off of that. Like you're you are a player. Some there's a there are 15, 20 players somewhere buried in some program because their traditional OC won't let them play offensive snaps. Come to Colorado, whatever you're good at, we'll figure we'll out how it. to use it. We'll let you. Yes. Do it. 
USC won big. They played Nevada, 66 to 14. Final score. Caleb Williams did exactly what you would like him to do if you're hoping he wins a second Heisman Trophy. Yeah. But he's kicked he's, Cooper Cup in the hamstring too. He, yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, now we're getting closer to that. Hey, uh, you know, this looks really good. This looks like it might be a long season. Do these two yeah, things how go many, together? Send him to that specialist. Send him to three specialists. <laughs> <Yeah>. Minnesota's not <laughs> nearly far. I hear the Helsinki's got a guy. Send him to that German foot doctor that Dennis Schroeder recommended for LeBron. Right, the you LeBron know? James of feet. LeBron of hamstrings. Right. Yeah. Let's find the LeBron of, of hamstrings. I don't care where he is or how far it is or how long it takes him. Week seven, week eight, it's okay. It's funny that Williams has put up the numbers that he has in two weeks, and everybody's like, yeah, it's cool. They're mind-blowingly good. But when you're the defending Heisman Trophy winner and you have a chance to win a second, all you can do is get A's on your homework. Yep. No one's going to care. right? You just turn it in. Up, oh, that's another 98%. Good job. Yeah, but 98 is hard to get. Yeah, but I got another yeah, the one. Next, it's no one not, cares. None, it's not the Heisman polls. It's not any of these things that is the judge of – how, what people believe with Caleb Williams this year. The metric you need to use is how many NFL teams are clearly trying not to win football games this year, stumbling over themselves. To or get to, I can think of off the top right. of my head. But, I'm, but I mean by like week three, week four, oh, that's week different. five. That could like, be five or six. Five or six or seven. And you yeah. get off here, oh, we're 0-2. Oh, we, we, you know, maybe we thought 9-7 and seven was a possibility. We're not getting there now. Let's pack it in. You know, Cooper Cup, let's – Let's see where that specialist might be. But by like week six or week seven, if you have three or four teams all with like zero to two wins and you start to see zero. some moves, that's how you – doesn't matter Caleb's Heisman Trophy odds. None of that matters. So Mike Tannenbaum uh, was on Unsportsmanlike this morning, or new morning show, um, and had this to say about the Rams and – which of these two things they're closer to, getting a chance to draft Kayla Williams or competing for a playoff spot? The Rams, when you look at their quote-unquote big three of Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, I believe, played in nine games a year ago. He hasn't been on the field yet. And this is a team, to me, that's really in transition. If Matthew Stafford is healthy and they get off to a decent start, I think they keep him and Aaron Donald there. But by Halloween, I think they're going to be closer to the Caleb Williams discussion than they're going to be about making the playoffs. And now, all of a sudden... Isn't that interesting? You could have two teams in the same division, the NFC West, who could wind up with Caleb Williams. All right, so we'll come back and we'll talk about what Mike Tannenbaum said and whether they're closer to picking first or getting ready for a playoff game. We'll get to that at 11 o'clock, but it's a Tuesday, which means, hey, foo, did you see? And plus, you saw a lot of cool stuff this week. I weekend. did, yeah, it was cool. We're going to get into that, too. It's Travis Lee, BK's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall.
ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, Foo. Hey, Foo. <laughs> What's up, Foo? Good morning. When Good is morning. So right. I, you are yeah, what do you a want me to naturally very positive human being. Okay. You have a smile on your face. Almost every time I see you, you're yeah. in a good mood. You, you're, you're a pleasure to be around. Thank but you. you came in this morning even more elevated oh, than you typically are. Like you were floating when you came in here this morning. Two things, two really cool things happened this weekend for me. So you want me to go there? Uh, just, just give me a little preview. Okay, so for those of you that, who don't know, don't follow sports that much, Messi was here. Yeah. Who is Messi? Miss? Exactly. Yeah, give me the voice. You caught me by surprise. Hold on. <laughs> I came to LA and I played soccer and I went to Disneyland and Universal Studios. All right, enough, enough. He doesn't talk like that. The guy's a great. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. So anyway, he came out here. He was out here for the weekend and it was the hottest ticket in town. So that was one of the things that that that, that happened. And then number two, I met one of my idols. At yeah. the same, you know, the, you know, the same. We're time. getting into that because you're get, smiling yeah. just saying that part of it. And right I'm getting now. the chills just telling yeah. you. Yeah, just a little preview. What do you got for us? All right. So, hey, food. Did you see that Delta Airlines was forced to turn around about an hour <laughs> into its flight from Atlanta to Barcelona, Spain, Ugh. after a passenger had diarrhea throughout Ugh. the cabin? Yes. According according to the uh, air traffic control audio, and I got it. It's just uh, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so. They want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> Diarrhea, a biohazard <laughs> issue. Have you had any issues with your flight, whether it had to turn around or trying to take off? What's your uh, airport nightmare? First of all, whoever's decision that was, I'm assuming the captain of the, the airplane, good decision, captain. Like, <laughs> let's get that thing back on the ground. Let's get this cleaned up. Even also, how is it all over? Well, that's look, my question. Okay. okay. No, I was thinking about that. Now, I think... I think we know. And there's the no answer. video from this either. Thank so that's God. Why I'm, okay, yeah. but okay. In this day and age, everyone's like taking out Would their phones. Would you want to take a video of that, that? guy? I mean, is for the not clicks? real. <laughs> she's really. back and she's back flying. By the way, that guy back there. I feel bad for her. Look, we've all been sick. And sometimes it's not up to you. We okay. We don't need to go any further than that. But <laughs> the, the captain said we. How I don't know what the flight from Atlanta to Barcelona is. I'm guessing it's eight or ten hours. It's probably a nice long flight. Even if we're gonna get there. Four or five hours late. Let's turn that thing around and get it cleaned up before we fly on the, onto Barcelona. Good decision, Because you've got the bag for the, what comes out the top. <laughs> but they don't have that anymore. There's no, but uh, that's true. Anymore. But like you, you feel it coming. And you try to get up. I mean, like an airplane is not like you're not in your living room where you can just instantly run. What you if he's in a window seat? Right. You got to unbuckle. You got to jump over oh, people. No. You got to. And then you all you always have that instinct of like, I could just sit here and be like, if I just Clinch focus. hard enough. <laughs> if I focus. Because it's really embarrassing to have to get up. And then you, what if you're in the aisle and you got, you can't go to first class. You're in row four. 
but you can't go to first class because you're not allowed in there. Yeah, no, no, no. No. Keep your uh, your coach diarrhea hey, back to back there. Yeah, we can either make an exception or right. we're going back to Atlanta. It's Maybe if you had classier don't diarrhea, these curtains. Yeah. Right, you could come up with us, oh, but you don't. Gross. So you got to go all the way to row 42, and like it comes out, and it's just, and you're not wearing joggers, and so it, <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, never mind. And so it comes Wets. out your cuff. <laughs> And now you got a biohazard. Yeah, there, was there heavy petting? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is um, the question to answer your original question, Jorge. I've only had one weird flight in my life where it was like got diverted for reasons. I think I've told this story before. Same same story alert. I was maybe nine or ten years old. We're flying from Los Angeles back to Phoenix. I was living in Phoenix at the time. Not and, the same story. And as we're descending. Arizona in the summer gets those um, monsoon thunderstorms where it rains very hard, mm -hmm. very short period of time. The pilot tried to descend two or three times to the point where you could see the runway and then yanking it back up again. He could not get the plane. So we circle around for a while. You get the yips. Finally, it's, hey, we're low on fuel. We need to land this plane. We're diverting to, I think it's Travis Air Luke Air Force Base out in the middle of the Arizona desert. We landed there, got off on a stairwell into the officer's club, sat there for three hours or so for the storm to blow over, and then we flew back to uh, huh. Phoenix. That's the only time we've had a weird flight. Very scary. You put Brian Kamenetsky on a plane, that plane lands where it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. Never had that plane. Right. I'm sorry, we, we, we're low on fuel, but we're pushing through. We got Dude. Brian on the flight. Uh... I mean, there are many worst case scenarios for me with flying just because, you know, I'm a scared flyer in general, but uh, I have never experienced anything like that. So uh, well, hopefully not to the future and hopefully not to manifest it. I don't think I'd like the thing where you get really close and you can see the ground. And the guy's like, nope, pulls two, no. two different times. No, not I, doing that. I didn't. I was a little kid. So I, my mom was squeezing my hand so hard and I thought she was trying to make me feel better. And I, I didn't realize how scary it okay. was. I didn't realize what yeah. was going I on. I did mm -hmm. once have... A my an, a ruptured eardrum on the way up. Ouch! Oh, it's incredibly painful. How then, fast it went up? No, well, I just had bad ears when I was a kid. My, my eardrum ruptured on the way up, which means you you've got to land, and so that that was not fun. That I didn't like bad. That. Not as bad as transcontinental diarrhea, but bad. <laughs> but, no, but bad. no, but, no but I, I, that was one I could keep to myself. <laughs> Especially if you're sitting on the window, and you're like, "Excuse me," and then you don't make it. Was it a biohazard? <laughs> No, my incident was uh, we, we took off from here to Albuquerque, and there's like one flight that goes there. That's it. And we took it, but the plane had a mechanical issue with the wipers. So they're like, oh, we can't. I'm like, it's not raining. So, like, it's still it's a mechanical mechanical issue. So they changed us to a different plane. This plane was, you know, the paint was a little off. The stickers on the, you know, the brand <laughs> of the plane was a little off. So just getting on, it was a little sketch, like, just to get on. We're halfway to Albuquerque, and then we dipped twice. The plane Oof. fell twice. All you see is desert. I'm like, man, that's, that's it. it. I'm done. It's over. That's it. And then the pilot, I guess they they were serving drinks. I remember they were serving drinks, and then the car kind of just lit a little bit. The, you know, the flight attendant got to she got to handle yeah. a bit. Anyway, I like uneventful. Ones. We, we 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 land, and then the pilot, as we land, he's like, okay, let me explain what happened. We flew over an airbase, so there's a big aircraft that flew across from us. So all this air opened out, so we landed in that pocket. Oh, so that's what okay. it, we dipped twice because of that pocket, man. After that, I don't want to fly in one of those. No. those don't listen limbets. to the daily today, Emily. No. You're a, oh, you don't, I don't like flying either. Was there like yeah. a moment that it hit you that you don't like it, or is it just um, it always I didn't been that fly way? until I was 
like a senior in high school. So my family didn't grow up flying places just because we couldn't afford it for girls, whatever. We didn't go on many long road trips. And then the first time I decided to fly, I just finished binge watching Lost. So <laughs> it's just, I, I am fascinated with like plane crash media. Flight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just remember looking up in the sky one day and seeing the airplane fly over me going, well, that shouldn't work. Doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I also, I also just really watched thing in the, sky. <laughs> it's just flying. the ABQ since, episode yeah, of Breaking yeah. Bad too. So oh, yeah. you know, those, all those things together is not great. Yeah, maybe not TV for you before you get on an airplane. Yeah, exactly. yeah maybe. <laughs> all right. So the next one's kind of a personal thing. So we had dinner over the weekend with uh, friends and family, and some of the kids, teenagers, you guys have kids, were wearing headphones. At I wanted dinner. to say something. Yeah, at, at the dinner, dinner table. Yeah, at the dinner table, they're wearing their AirPods. Uh, I wanted to say something, but Brenda's like, no, you know what? Just don't leave it alone. It's, it's their thing. Because I don't like having- How like, old are the kids? They're teenagers. Okay. They're 13, 14 around there, but there are like three of them have their headphones on. Should I have said something? I mean, I know them. They're family members. So I, should I have said something? Or how do I address that? Or how do you feel about- Like, say you go to dinner with your son. My children would not be wearing headphones at the dinner table. I would say, take those out. We're not doing that. I, I honestly don't even think they would. I think they'd know that that was a non-starter. Was it, where is it, your place? No, 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 no. We, okay. we went out. Yeah. That, it's a little harder when it's not your place. Like, if you're out and it's someone else's children to, discipline's the wrong word, but to parent them mm-hmm. is not your responsibility. As rude as that is, and I'm with you that it's rude, it's not. If they were at your house, I think you're well within your rights to say, hey, would you mind? But out, it's on the parents. Your loophole is its family. So you can make like a little joke to the the kids themselves (laughs) to make your opinion known that you think this is ridiculous. You could say something like... Is that whatever you listen to is pretty good? Right. Is the game on? What do we, <laughs> yeah. what do we got? You know, I'll, like, I'll be worse than that. I'll tell right. you that much. But, yeah, I mean, you got to be careful. I will say, like, with little kids, at a, we've gone to the, okay, here's the phone. Like, play a game with my four-year-old. Like, So you can get through your meal with right. you and your wife. Self-preservation. Yes. But that's different. They're teenagers. So they ought to be able different. to handle it. Yeah, you should be able to get through an hour, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, dinner. like, dude, we're that's happy. Fine. Like, it's just eight of us here yeah. like hey just chill put do it do you away. know what they were listening to no just and i'm music? not even gonna ask i was so hoping to you'd be like we were, we were out with dinner with family so messy was there and <laughs> <laughs> oh that's how i that's how it started like oh check this out i saw this and, and i showed them. oh that was cool headphones on like, really okay that, there's and then okay so since we're telling that's the moment where you're trying to tell somebody say hey this was important to me i think you might like it yeah right and the enthusiasm and you're going to tell the story here in a minute is infectious. It makes me excited to hear it. And they don't care at all. Like, children do not care about anything that you're excited about, except for, hey, you want to see this video where this guy breaks his ankle trying to jump into a pool? No, I don't want to see that. That that sounds awful. You want to see this? No, I don't want to see that. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It's not funny watching somebody get hurt. I hate it so much. Like, he showed me this one. guy tried to do a backflip off the deck of the pool and landed half in, half out of the pool. It was awful. (laughs) It was awful. I'm like, stop showing me that. America's Funniest Home Videos, they do like, you know, they see it. Whenever something, like, the guy falls off a bike or leaves it, they always gets up. And you're like, so I'm on a flight with my wife. And we're going over. So it was a European flight, and so they they were showing something called. <laughs> this, I swear, this oh. is the name of the show. Oops, <laughs> oops, and so oops this guy show. like has this horrific crash, <laughs> like rolls over six times on the bike. And they just cut away. Uh, <laughs> we, I, he, I, did he die? Maybe. I was, it was, 
It was awful. It was, it was like, <laughs> yeah. I needed to see. Oops, sounds like one of those gas station entertainment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> segments. Yeah, you got you got six Oops. minutes to fill yeah. your tank. Let's see how many people we can have trampoline mishaps. <laughs> awful. I was just like, I, I don't want to see the show. Where's the happy ending here? Oops. Jorge had a experience of a lifetime at BMO Stadium on Saturday night. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And right now, caller number seven wins a four-pack of passes for the SoFi Stadium Tour, a behind-the-scenes experience in the ultimate sports and entertainment destination, exclusive access to SoFi Stadium's backstage spaces, iconic photo ops, field goal kicking, and more. Tours available daily at SoFiStadium.com slash tours. Caller number seven at 877-710-3776, 877-710-ESPN. Caller number seven wins a four-pack of passes for a SoFi Stadium Tour. Call now.